American songwriter, we had the opportunity to talk to Anna Shoemaker over Zoom video. Anna was born and raised just outside Philadelphia. She talked about heading into the city with her friends. It was only about a 20-minute train ride, so they would go into the city to check out music. She wasn't from a musical family. Her uncle had a guitar, and her parents bought guitar lessons for one of her siblings, and they didn't end up wanting to use them, so it was somebody's got to use these guitar lessons. I guess her uncle didn't play guitar. He just happened to have the guitar, so she ended up taking the guitar, taking the lessons, and always writing poems so she was able to now put her poems to some chords the first song she was learning were taylor swift covers she talks about her soundcloud and how a mashup of kendrick lamar and chance the rapper song really drew some attention to her she ended up signing a record deal right out of college she went to college for poetry she talked about putting out her first two eps the sold out headlining show in new york she played right before the pandemic fully hit her most recent single, Call Me, and the new project she's been working on, which is due out uh, sometime in the fall. You can watch the interview with Anna Shoemaker on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Anna Shoemaker. The podcast is all about you and your journey in music and uh, how you got to where you are now. And we'll talk about uh, the new record coming out. Hello. And, and- oh, did you? Oops, sorry. Hello? Hi, can you hear me still? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I was just saying our podcast is all about you and your journey in music and how you got to where you are now. Cool. Let's do it. Let's. Uh, originally from Philly? Yes, from Philly. Were you born and raised there? Yeah. What was that like? It was cool. I love Philly. I miss Philly all the time. Um, yeah, it was a great place to grow up. Was, were you like in the city uh, in Philadelphia? Or I was right. Out, I was right outside of the city. Okay. So were you able to come into the city quite often? I know there's a big music scene there. Yeah. My friends and I would like take the train into the city all the time and do all sorts of stuff, like run around. It was like 20 minute train ride, 15 minute tra- train ride. Oh, that's not bad. That's awesome. Yeah. And how, how did you get into music? Um, I just kind of always have made music. Like I grew up, my no one in my family is really musical at all, but I grew up, you know, like listening to a lot of Cheryl Crow, Spice Girls, Britney Spears. I just always wanted to be like express myself through writing and music. And it's kind of just, oh, it's not something I ever got into. It's just something I always did. Got it. Yeah, did, were you in like piano lessons or anything as a kid? A little bit. I actually was in, I did piano lessons and then I did um, my sister, like my dad bought my sister all these guitar lessons and a guitar. I had my uncle's guitar and um, I, I, she ended up quitting and my dad was like, well, then one of you has to do it. So I ended up doing it. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, so your uncle, so you did have some music in your household. I mean, you said your uncle. Well, he just had a guitar. guitar. He just like had a oh, guitar. Oh, he didn't play it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. He did, but it wasn't like, yeah. Got it. Right on. Um, okay. So once you, what, how old are you when you started playing guitar? Or once um, you pick up those lessons? Maybe like 14 or 15. Okay. I was pri- obsessed with Taylor Swift. I just played Taylor Swift covers. <laughs> oh, really? I'm still yes. obsessed with Taylor Swift, to be honest. Same. I love her. I think she's one of the best songwriters of all time. 
I agree. She's she's great. She's a um, great. That's what you were doing Taylor Swift covers. That's what you first started learning on guitar. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's what I would do. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, which songs? If you don't mind me asking. Um, what was your go-to Taylor Swift jam? Like, you're not sorry. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I was very. I like was it. I I just I think just like listening to women be able to say whatever they wanted in songs and to be able to write out their emotions and their feelings without any kind of criticism, like not having it be a conversation. You know what I mean? Like songs are just like saying how you feel. It's not a conversation. And I love that. Like I love like growing up, I loved hearing that. But then also like now I love being able to write with no response, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I love that. I, that's why I love, I, I have a Halsey poster here because I just love her her writing the way she just is no... I love her too. She does not hold back. She doesn't care. She just writes what she totally. feels. It's amazing. Totally. So you, at, after you're doing these uh, Taylor Swift covers, when did you start writing your own music and, and putting together your own songs? Um. So I, I, I just would, I honestly would just like kind of like take chords that I knew and I would I wrote a lot of poetry when I was young and like just I wrote a lot of diaries and journals and stuff and I just kind of started writing when I was like 13 or 14 outside okay and then you started putting them together with the chords you were learning yeah yeah when did did you ever play them to anyone like when did you start playing your songs out I I started playing them to my dad um and then I would do like open mic nights and then I started playing in coffee shops and then I started playing in bars and um, through high school and in college. And then after college, I was playing at some like house shows here in Brooklyn. And then I kind of like met my team and it all kind of came from playing live, which is cool. And from like putting stuff on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really just kind of like, I don't know, minded my own business. <laughs> sure. Was it hard to like show your dad songs? I mean, if you're like being, I'm like trying to write out your feelings and stuff. I mean, I, yeah, I a little. I like, mean, I mean, not really, just because I really do feel like that's songwriting. Like that's sure. songwriting. Not everything I write is true, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, like it's nice. It's I don't know. It's kind of a veil to hide behind because I'm like. Sure. Maybe this is real. Maybe this isn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then you you talked about SoundCloud. I read that you had like a, a, a mashup kind of go viral on, on SoundCloud. Yeah, was definitely. that early on or w- were you putting up your own songs and then you were also doing mashups? Like, talk to me about your SoundCloud. So my SoundCloud... It was just kind of like for me, my, I would just make these little mashups and like I would send them to my sister and like we would just like joke around because I was just trying to get better at guitar and I was just trying to like, you know, find like how I wanted to sing things and like and kind of just like experimenting with music in general. I did that a lot by like imitating people and just like singing and, and doing covers and stuff to kind of find how I sound best. Mm-hmm. And I just was like started putting stuff on SoundCloud and and doing like mashups and stuff and then that one just kind of took off yeah that the one the like chance the rapper drake um kendrick lamar one kind of 
it got a lot of people listening and then it kind of like put me in a position to like talk to a label which was cool and kind of gave me that opportunity which was really cool yeah like was it like an overnight thing or did you kind of slowly see it progressing like it was was exciting it was yeah I mean honestly it wasn't like it's I, I like I don't know I don't like think like I don't like find that much it's also because it wasn't like my song. I also don't find like, I don't know. I just really like making music and like that's sure. what gets me going. Like making okay. music, writing with my friends, like that's what like gets me excited. So the thing that got me excited about it was that it got me to work with other people. It wasn't like I was like, oh my God, so many people are listening to my song. I was like, oh, look, now these people want to work with me or now I can uh, work with It kind of like opened some doors for me, which some was doors. like, that was like, that was the most like exciting thing for me. That's amazing. Well, um, were you in Brooklyn at the time? Cause I did, you did say that you moved to, to New York, right? I was in the East. I moved to the East village first and then I ended up, I went through a really bad breakup and moved to Brooklyn on a uh, whim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you move to New York to pursue music? Like you talked about going to college, yeah, you go to college to for music. Yeah. I signed to a label here and I got a nannying job and I moved here. And was that in out of college? Yeah, right out of college. Okay, were you going to college for music? No, I was going for poetry. I really love, like, I love oh. writing and reading. Well, I mean, I guess it out. makes sense. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> with poetry, I'm sure that translated into lyrics at some point. Definitely, definitely. Okay, and then you got signed. Was did you get signed based because people were like noticing you from that SoundCloud mashup? Um, kind of, I mean, that was, that was kind of a, a, I mean, unfortunately, like a, like a big part of the music industry now is like, you know, streams and followers. So when, when the label I was talking to saw that they were like, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, I don't know if maybe, but I also like had these demos that I had made with my friend Ben that, um, the label really liked and it was like a jumping off point for me. Okay. And with those demos, like once you signed the deal, um, what was like, that must've been big, right? I would, I would imagine. Yeah, it was definitely cool. I never really wanted to, I, I wasn't really ever like trying to sign a record deal, but I really loved the head of the label and him and I still work together. He's actually one of my managers, but he, um, yeah, he ended up setting me up with some other producers and I just kind of like went through this phase of like trying to find out what I wanted my music to sound like a lot of trial and error, a lot of meeting new people. And that was like so exciting for me. And that's still the thing that like I love the most is like trying to work with new people and find new sounds and, and figure it all out. Mm-hmm. And with when was that when you released Eastside? Was that your first EP? Yeah. And that was yeah. done when you first when you signed the record label? Yeah. That's exciting. Did you tour that record at all or did you play still locally in New York? Yeah, I played in New York and L.A. I I played in New York and L.A. mostly. I haven't toured yet. So that's something I'm excited to do, hopefully after the pandemic. Sure, sure. (laughs) Because that record came out in 2018 and then you released another EP, what, last year? Yeah, last year. Okay, so where were you when the pandemic hit? Like, was that record everything and is embarrassing was that yeah it had or? just come out it had just come out and i had just played um like my like a headline i sold out like my first like big headline show in new york and i was cool. supposed to be going down to south by southwest and hopefully i was going to be going on tour but it just didn't end up obviously working out oh yeah 
Wow. What what was that sold out show like? It was crazy. It was like the best night ever. It was so fun. And that was, was was that, was that the last show you had a chance to play? Yeah. (laughs) At least you went out with a bang, right? Yeah. It was literally on March 5th. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the pandemic was kind of a thing at that point. It just hadn't really. Some people like didn't come because they were like, oh, we hear there's this like virus. Yeah. I was wondering like, because at that point, I'm sure I've heard, I've heard, I've had a lot of interviews with people that were, you know, playing sold out shows to half a room, even though the tickets were gone. Yeah. People were just worried about showing up. So, yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. And then I remember I went to my label the next day because like we had this meeting about South by Southwest and I got, I walked into the room and they were all like, yeah, it's canceled. And I was like, I was so hungover. I was like, what? <laughs> Am South I hearing this right? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, I need to go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so you, that was, was that sold out show like a, an album release show? Is it celebrating the, yeah, it was, everything it was is for embarrassing? My it's for okay. my, it's my, everything is embarrassing. Okay. And you have new music out. I mean, you've released a couple of new songs in 2020, right? Yeah. Make me cry and feels and like. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about those. Um, Were those yeah. written after the like, so where, what happened? You know, you, you get this awful news. You're not doing South by Southwest. You just sold out this big show. Your record's out. That must've been pretty crushing. I'm, I'm, I would imagine they're right. Definitely. Definitely. Then, it, was, it was pretty brutal. And what about writing these next uh, couple songs that you put out in 2020? Was that after? I wrote those with Will, my one of, my good friends and we just kind of like yeah we've been right we've been writing together for a while but yeah i'm always writing new songs so like right now i'm working on a project that'll hopefully come out um in the summer slash fall okay maybe winter but yeah (laughs) and that's is that what like because your most recent song is called call me you just released that Mm -hmm. right yeah Okay. Will that be part of this project or is this just kind of another single that you're, you're, you've released? That was just that. Yeah. That was just another single. My new project's going to be, I'm just starting kind of, I'll probably put out the first single in the next couple of coming months. Okay. Is it re- like, is it, you're in the midst of working on it or is it finished? Yeah, like, I'm definitely in the midst of working on it. Yeah. It's, it's stressful. <laughs> well, talk to me a little bit about Call Me and then I want to hear some about this new project you have. Yeah. Call Me I wrote during the pandemic. Luckily, I was able to go into the studio with um, the studio in Greenpoint called Shifted with my friend Chetta. And we wrote, we wrote Call Me and it was just like really fun. And I was like, we should put this out. It's cool. Uh, was it hard to get in the studio? No, because um, like him and I were really only like working together. It was like a very safe situation. So it was was pretty good. Yeah. Well, it must have been pretty scary there for a while. And especially in New York. I mean, the cases there were were off the charts. It was it was it was really weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah. I mean, especially seeing like photos of like Times Square with like no one there. And it just it, it was such a bizarre thing. I. I'm well, I'm in Nashville now, but I was I'm born and raised in San Diego. So just seeing pictures of like L.A. and like the 405 with no traffic on it, like just seeing yeah. those pictures was just like so bizarre. Totally. Super weird. It was definitely really weird. I mean, I was definitely writing a lot and cooking a lot and chilling a lot. 
Sure. You're cooking a lot, your cooker? Uh, I love uh, to cook. I really yeah. like to cook. Yeah. It like, I really like it. I think it's relaxing. That's cool. Um, I'm sure, like, was it hard to stay inspired? to write during the pandemic? I mean, I've talked to people that were saying like, oh, you know, these four walls can't really inspire much more out of me. Like, did you run into any of those like writer's blocks? Maybe, but I'm always kind of dealing with that a little bit. I feel like it kind of ebbs and flows. So it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. Like I just kind of, when that happens, I just kind of like take it easy and like don't force myself to write or like don't be too hard on myself. And then it always kind of comes back, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, so what's this new project? Is it any similar to Call Me or the last recent song she put out or completely definitely. different? I think I think it's definitely, um, you know, I'm still telling like my story and, and maybe it'll sound a little bit different. I'm trying to kind of open up the production a little and make it a little more natural just because that's how I've been feeling lately. But I think that like the people that listen to my music will like it because it's very me, you know? uh-huh is there like a theme to the record or is it just kind of what you what you've been going through lately it's just what i've been going through lately in my life i don't know <laughs> it's hard it's hard because a lot of times i write and i don't even know what i'm writing about until like months later i'm like oh okay you were you're still angry at that person or oh okay you're still you were you know it's like it's interesting it's like a weird thing i'll think i'm writing about one thing and then really it turns out like to have all these different meanings, which I think is why songwriting is so cool too, because then other people can take different things from it and it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Sure, sure. And what about, uh, I mean, th- there looks like there's a light at the end of this tunnel as far as the pandemic goes and performing live. Like, do you have any plans? Or are you getting excited to, to get out and play? Yeah, I'm hopefully, I'm actually planning a show. So hopefully that'll be soon. It does look like there's an end, a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm excited to just start playing shows again. Yeah, it looks like some of the festivals are going to happen. Well, I guess we'll see yeah. in September or <laughs> October. Definitely. But Definitely. yeah, very cool. And uh, the project you're in the works, you said maybe summer, fall, spring, yeah. winter. One of those months or seasons. Yes. yes, yes. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anna, for talking with me today. Thank really you so much for having me. Yes, I do have one more question for you before I let you go. Um, cool. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Yeah, t- like listen to what's in your own head and follow what you think and don't don't definitely like listen to people's opinions and people that you care about but at the end of the day it's like you have to do it what you're what you want you have to you know write about it's about your life it's you're the artist so you have to kind of follow your own thing i think it's easy for sometimes especially when you're starting out to like follow what other people think is sick or what other people think is good for you and you're at the end of the day you have to trust your own gut you know Cause then if you fuck up, oh, can I curse? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Cause then if you fuck up, then it's on you and, it's, and then you won't resent someone else.